Hi, everybody. Welcome to another bonus episode of Ichabod's House. We've already filled you in on our trip to the Crescent Hotel, which was a great experience. We'd like to do the same thing with our recent trip to the Falk Festival down in Falk, Arkansas. First, we'll give you the highlights of our trip, how the experience went, and we'll give you our nose numbers when we're done. Hopefully, you'll be able to make an educated decision with regard to whether or not this might be a trip you'd like to take someday. Some of you have listened to our episodes regarding this creature, which is now known as the Falk Monster in Falk, Arkansas. Sightings of this creature had been reported for decades, but it was the repeated complaints of encounters with the creature in the early 1970s, which drew national attention and spurred the making of the movie The Legend of Boggy Creek by Charles B. Pierce. If you want super detailed on this creature. If you want super details on this creature, its history, its lore, etc., catch the first three episodes of our podcast because they're really funny as well. If you want a good read, check out Lyle Blackburn's book, The Beast of Boggy Creek. And we basically just want to spend some time today letting you know about the festival and giving you our opinion on it as well as our experiences. We also want to let you know what you can expect if you decide to visit the area. And I'm going to start out by saying, and we talked about how beautiful Eureka Springs is. And I just want to say as well that Falk, all of Arkansas is just beautiful. That's why it's called the natural state. It's just breathtakingly beautiful here. And Falk is down by Texarkana, Texas. It's just right straight east of Texarkana, Texas. So if that, that'll give Mm -hmm. you some gauge. It's about an 18 mile drive, I think from Mm -hmm. Texarkana. And it's just beautiful down there. And a little swampy. It was a little swampy. It was very hot and humid. Uh, we we stayed in Texarkana. We got there on Saturday morning. It was the festival was June nineteenth, and it started at nine a.m. There was a huge line to get in to the Falk Community Civic Center. Community Center. We got in, and we had seats. We were in the second row. We were we were very VIP. We were very VIP. And we immediately signed up for a bus tour so that we could drive around Falk and kind of see the places we are intimately acquainted with through our research on Falk, the areas that the monster was seen and whatever. So we jumped at the opportunity to get into a bus or van, as it were, and drive around and see all these places where People had encountered the monster where the monster had been sighted. That was all really fun and awesome. And we also had the opportunity, which we did not jump at, but the opportunity to go out on a boat and see some places that you could only get to by boat. But that we we chose to not do that. They're called mosquitoes and no thank you. But (laughs) there was a gentleman there who had actually agreed to the next morning when the festival was over even, he was going to go ahead and take people out. He was so yeah. nice. And I can't remember mm-hmm. that gentleman's name. I can't either. Uh, so, so nice. Everybody we met was so nice. We met people there who were willing to chat and talk with us. Basically what the festival is, is it's a lot of presentations and lectures from people who have had experiences, who have done research, who have written books. Let's see, David Weatherly was there. I'm not sure. He d- he talks about wood knocking and things like that, what the creature does in the woods and the sounds he makes. And he's he discussed his research on that. Dave Weatherly has written some books. He's also written about black-eyed kids, and we used one of his books in our black-eyed kid episode. Lyle Blackburn 
gave the tours in the van, and he also has written books, and he's who we used. The Beast of Boggy Creek is what we used when we did our Falk Monster episodes. All in all, the experience was pretty good. Well, I just have, I think that we need to set some guidelines. Okay. So when I think of a festival, I'm sorry, there have to be funnel cakes. There just have to be. There has to be food vendors and funnel cake. I think this was more of a convention. A convention of like-minded Sasquatch believers, hopefuls, etc. This was not a festival. There were no funnel cakes. There were no vendors. So we just, I think we have to make that clear. However, having said that, there was the Monster Mart that we went to, which is a gas station slash t-shirt shop. Very nice place. Very nice people in there. And then we also had lunch at the Burger Center. Burger Center. Very good burgers. If you, you know, when you would just want to go to that small town diner and have a great greasy burger, fries, soda, lunch, that was it. It was fantastic. I ate the whole thing. It's the kind of place where you go in, you order your food, and then they make your food. Right. There's nothing pre-prepared. There's nothing. And so when they brought our food out, it was literally fresh off the ground. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. We were able to just kind of chill out. If somebody would walk in the door, there'd be this shout from the back, be right with you. Anybody we met was super, super nice. Yeah, it was a great experience. And the tour was good. A little hot. Chris and I were in the way back in the van. Jen was up front, VIP seat right next to Lyle. Uh, When we got out to the van, they had oversold it. I think they weren't counting Lyle as taking up one of the seats. They thought it's this many passengers. This is how many people we can take. And so he ended up having to sit between the driver's and passenger seat way in the front of the van. And then there were three bench seats. I got to sit right up in the front with the air vents blowing directly on me and hear word for word everything he was saying. It was hard for me when we did the Falk episodes to grasp how thick those woods are. That's what she said. That was... That is what she said. <laughs> yeah, some thick woods here, for sure. You could you could see um, the swampy areas, though, coming out of the thick woods. You were able to picture in your mind much more than when, when you go back and listen to the stories. Then you can be like, oh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, you know, people's houses are built right up against those woods. And it became much more understandable to me how something could walk out of those woods and grab a door and then just disappear. I can also see, after having visited there, how people could have missed the Falk monster all those times they shot at it. So, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. The Falk monster still seems to be able to uh, dodge bullets. I can see how that might be easy for him. I still don't necessarily feel the need to wear orange when I go into the woods in Arkansas. For sure, for sure. It's definitely thick, and um, I I would agree with you because I didn't think about that when we were doing the Falk episode. Totally plausible. This is a this is a town that took something that was scary and you know maybe embarrassing for people to talk about back when it happened and they have embraced it and made this town a destination site and i think they've done that all because of lyle's book haven't they the festival started in 2013 after lyle blackburn's book came out in 2012 and has gone every year since then we bought these posters for the fell festival (laughs) signed posters And when we got there, they're from last year, 
which didn't happen. So they say 2020 on them. Then we got, when you get in, you get this wristband, this rubber wristband that, you know, to allow you to come in and out at will. And the date on that was 2022. And so we didn't have the, we didn't have any souvenir saying, hey, you were at the Falk Festival 2021 until we had been there for a while. And there's a gentleman walking around who has a windshield repair business. And he handed everybody pens that said Jerry's window repair or something along those lines, Falk Festival 2021. And so we do do have something. We're covered for the, you know. And let me tell you, these aren't just your nickel and dime pens. This is a nice pen. They are not. This is a keeper. It is a nice pen. It's a keeper. I'm going to post a picture of that pen on Facebook because if anybody ever has windshield damage, you need to go to this guy because he is awesome. And he was super and nice. I, he was super nice. Every, I did not meet anybody who was not nice. I agree. Uh, and we also, we met a lot of people there. We want to give a shout out to Mark, Jody, and Morgan from Monroe, Louisiana. And we also met two guys. I think they were father and son from here from Centerton where we live. And that would have been really cool. Uh, to be able to chat with them. But they left because we all stayed the night again and they left. They drove back up to Northwest Arkansas. The kind of the end of the the day was the screening of new digitally remastered Blu-ray, The Legend of Boggy Creek. It's a movie shot docudrama. Campy as hell. You just need alcohol and popcorn. But to watch that movie in Falk, Right. Was the shit for me. There's a a sequel to that movie made in the 1980s by the same guy called Return to Boggy Creek, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I have seen that one, too. Not quite the caliber of the first. The little boy who's... (laughs) Oh, (laughs) what? In that one... It's not up to the caliber of the first Okay. The little boy who's running through the field of the first one is Charles B. Pierce's son. And so he he runs through the field in the first one. He also has a starring role in the the sequel that they do in the mid-1980s. I'll put a link to that on our show notes because that one's pretty good. I've only seen it on Rift Tracks or Mystery Science Theater. At any rate, he and Charles B. Pierce are actually star in that movie, okay? And it's much more of a fiction movie. It's okay. not It's not the true story or whatever. But he has a shirt off throughout right. that whole movie. This kid does. And he's wearing just jean shorts. And <laughs> it's very 80s. Anywho, it's... Uh, Are they frosted jean they've shorts? Got the, they've got the smart girl. They've got the dumb girl. They've got the kid with no shirt on. And they've got the college professor. And they've got this southern guy who keeps going, come on in, cousin. And uh, so... <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I'll put that in the show notes. And I I think it was just all in all, great experience. Highly recommend it. What else do you have to add? Yeah, I highly recommend it as well. Overall, great experience to go there. So yeah, I mean, I would give it a I would give it a uh, like a three and a half or a four nose score. Only because I think it needs to be a little longer. And there needs to be some food, namely funnel cakes. Yep. I'm going to give it a full four. Um, experience, context, context, great, more food, food trucks and funnel cake. And I'm down. Well, and vendors too, like you could have people making up t-shirts. Cause I like, we made up really cute t-shirts to wear. I just think more vendors would be good. 
Agreed. Liven it up. Have it be an actual festival. Agreed. That's that's my because I'm a festival connoisseur. Clearly, clearly, never underestimate the power of a good festival or a funnel cake. So there you have our nose scores. Definitely would recommend it if you can get down to Falk drive through. You will not meet an unfriendly person there, guaranteed. It's a great experience. It's a beautiful area. And we'll keep bringing you more episodes like this with our recommendations as we continue to explore this crazy, cryptid world we live in. Absolutely. And if you have a Falk Festival story, if you've gone in the past or if you were at this this past one, please let us know. Shout out to us on our Facebook page, Instagram, or email us. Um, because we would love to know. Absolutely. Until next time, remember Ichabod loves you. Bring a flashlight and always bring extra pants.